0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on earth. I'm your co-host, Caleb Griffin.
1: I'm your other co-host, Evan Lytle.
0: And we just saw... Thor Love and Thunder. And
1: boy, was it fantastic. It really was,
0: boy. Season finale. Season two finale, Evan. I know. It's crazy, but we made it. We did. Two whole it. seasons of the show. We're going to fully review Thor Love and Thunder, tell you guys what we think, what went well, what went wrong.
1: Spoiler... Free or spoiler spoiler, spoiler alert, um, there yeah, will this be some is spoilers. Brand new. This yeah, is premiere day. Yeah, and the only people that have seen it before us are those who get to go to like the actual premieres.
0: Yeah, so we might wait to release this episode a day or two. Who knows? But today is actually Thursday, July seventh. For some reason, our theaters like to re- release things a day early. It's Premiere day. Premiere day. Yeah, they
1: do it with almost every movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty much. I think
0: Minions came out
1: a day early, too. Here. I know we watched it, and same with Jurassic mm-hmm. well, I don't know. I don't think we watched Lightyear premiere day. I, I know I didn't. But I know we watched it on Thursday. Yeah.
0: But, guys, after our full review, we have a crazy announcement to make We at the very end of this episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned for the whole thing. Let's hit the theme song one more time for Season 2. Theme song <laughs> man, I'm looking at this cup that we got from Thor: we Love sure and Thunder. Did, it man. is beautiful, man. It really is. Looks like a comic book drawing, and it's got the galaxy and the Thor: Love and Thunder fonts Just awesome. It really is that '80s, '70s yeah. retro type. So cool. Like b- before we get into this movie, I just like would like to say I don't buy movie posters unless it is one of my like all-time favorite movies this movie did not make like the all-time like top
1: favorite Yeah. few
0: like top five ten list but the movie poster is so cool i really want to buy it and we just looked at the funko pops and some yeah. of them are very cool and i'm about to spend thirty dollars on one because it was really cool
1: but anyways the goat boat the as goat the, boat. Uh, as the lego set yeah. labeled it is that
0: really what they labeled it down? yes i
1: haven't uh, really I, do. I did not know
0: that have you started building it yet? I've
1: already. I've had it for a while now. Oh, okay. It came. You know, Lego sets come up earlier than sure. Movies. I've. I got both. Uh, like one's like a hundred piece set, maybe. Right. It's not that big. It's one of the night monsters or whatever, the shadow monsters. Yeah. And it's called Attack on Asgard, Attack on New Asgard. And I got the goat boat.
0: Nice. Respect that, man. I don't know how we're gonna tackle this. First, do we want to go like? Not really scene by scene, but kind of like start with the beginning of the movie and then the middle of the movie. And I
1: guess, so, I mean, yeah. how do you want to do this? I event? mean,
0: I don't really know how to attack well, this
1: thing. However, we plan it, yeah. It's likely that knowing us and our whole two seasons <laughs> of trying to plan something, something's gonna catch us off and we're gonna follow that train of thought.
0: Before you know it, we're gonna be, yeah, talking, we're gonna about be talking about Sherlock like, the end Holmes of the or movie, something. or yeah, something. Yeah. We'll start
1: with the beginning and end at the you end. You want to start
0: with the let's let's I say we try to start with Gore's opening scene, okay, the opening scene so of the movie before and let's,
1: title card. Yeah.
0: Before the title card. Okay. So it opens up in a desert, Planet sand's cracking.
1: Type, yeah.
0: Gore obviously hungry, starving, thirsty, him and his daughter, he prays to his God to
1: for save sustenance him. Yeah. for safety. For for food, for
0: water and
1: doesn't get it yeah you see mm-hmm. some time pass it could be the same day it could be a week or so it doesn't elaborate mm-hmm. and you see him and his daughter curled up trying to uh survive these harsh sand winds mm-hmm. it, it, you literally see it tearing their like skin apart yeah
0: very good cinematics there um
1: and then his daughter his daughter dies yeah
0: and we and we see kind of a barely berries her barrier in the
1: sand yeah and he's like laying against her uh Burial ground, and you know, it's like he's waiting for his turn to die because he he's mm-hmm. I'm about to die. And here's like this, this voice sh- creepy, shadowy mm-hmm. type voice calling to him. And so he starts to follow it, right? And he ends up in a lush garden of sorts an oasis, and a oa- way, yeah. And There's... it's new to him, and it's got water and, and food, fruit just and laying, trees, man. and shade, yeah. So obviously,
0: he just you know goes all in on the fruit, yeah. There's this god there. I don't remember the name of the God. I, do you remember the name of God? No, I don't. It's not important. But it's basically the God that Gore has been praying to.
1: Yeah. It's his their people's God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the God basically says we don't care about you guys. Yeah. Throws some he, fruit he at, he laughs him. at him. He's Pretty like, much.
1: You guys are stupid because Yeah. We're gods. Why do we your prayers mean nothing to us? Mm-hmm. Essentially. We just
0: need the basically the sacrifice in our name yep. type of thing and And he says we're celebrating because we just killed this dude who had the negro sword. Yeah, the necro sword. The
1: necro sword, which which is a sword that's, I suppose, blessed maybe cursed. I don't know, with the ability to corrupt. Yeah, corrupt. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the ability to kill gods. Yeah, and Gore says something. Oh, he calls like the god. He's like, you're you're a fake, you know. Yeah. And that obviously makes the god mad because. Yep. Essentially, they're egotistical. And he picks Gore up by the neck, about to kill him. And the sword... Kind of comes out of the ground. Yeah, raises up to his hand in like a millionaire sense. Like, it's mm-hmm. summoned to him. And from there, Gore uses the blade to stab into the god's neck. And, kill, and kills head. him, yeah. Chops his head off. Mm-hmm. And that's the opening scene. And
0: he says, there, his vow will be that all yeah, gods he, will yeah. die. Um. My, I love, first off, Christian Bale did a great job throughout the entire movie. I just want to point that out. Very, very fantastic job as Christian Bale tends to do. My issue with the opening scene was that it was rushed to me. I felt like there could have been a lot more detail, a lot more time going into it. I get it was the opening scene, so it didn't really need to be that long, but it just felt like his whole origin was put into three minutes of screen time, and I did not
1: appreciate that. But, but it's also, it I mean, like cool. the movie's limited to like two, two hours, hours. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's something I've uh, mentioned with movies and TV shows. Like, it sucks whenever it has such a limit to where, yep. like, you don't get to further develop or explore certain aspects of content. For sure. And so that's kind of this. They're like, you see why he becomes a villain yep. very quickly and very easily. But it's also it's also in that same sense. It was done very quickly and very mm-hmm. I would say easily, but I'm sure you know this the visual effects kinda struggled with it maybe. Yeah. Or they put in work, so um
0: that was my first issue with the movie while watching it. And I was kinda thinking, uh oh, please don't tell me the whole movie's gonna feel rushed like this. Luckily and greatly, it did not. No. It was just that kind of that opening scene that kind of felt rushed like that. But at the same time, the scene did its job. It gave us why Gore is evil, why he wants to kill all gods, and, you know, sets up for a dramatic ending.
1: Yeah. And, um... And in a sense, it kind of makes him a likable villain, I guess. Like, you understand like, his pain. Yeah, his right? intent's definitely evil. Yeah. Um. But, like, you feel it. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, Thanos was just kind of like, oh, I want to bring balance. Right. Why? Just cause
0: it's kind of you know, like right. King pinning into the spider verse when you see he's doing what he's doing to, yeah. to bring his daughter or not his daughter, his son and his or wife like,
1: back. Or even if you look at what if like, mm-hmm. uh sorcerer Supreme yeah. or uh, prime strange, whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. He sacrificed everything to get his uh, Christine and mm-hmm. then he loses it.
0: It's, it's one of those stories, you know, you definitely feel for Christian Bell and his acting is phenomenal.
1: You know? It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will admit there are times in his like voice and his accent, like you can't really catch what he's saying. Yep. Like the whole like this is mid movie maybe ish when he's telling Thor to like call the axe. Yeah. But he's saying like call, and I was like, I have no idea if he's saying Thor or call.
0: Yeah. Um. Definitely, definitely. Christian Bale is a fantastic actor. Everyone knew it. Um. That's just. That's, I had mainly three main complaints with the movie, maybe four if I, I might come across a fourth one, but that was my first main complaint was the opening scene. It just felt rushed. Yeah. But it did its job, and I guess we can move on to the rest of the movie, you know? Um, starting with, uh, it picks up Thor is with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. They're in the middle of a uh, war battle type Shakers? thing, fighting these weird bird creatures, and Cork kind of tells the story of where Thor is currently and you know everything that's happened in his life, and w- he basically meditates and waits for somebody to say, Thor, we need your help to win this battle, and then Star-Lord walks up and says, Thor, we need you your go, help yeah. to win this battle. And that was the first laughable moment that you see in that movie, and there's plenty of them. I told Evan this once the movie was over. I thought it was funnier than Minions. Oh, uh,
1: Yeah, you, you yeah. did tell me that. And I honestly, I'm still sitting here thinking, like, on what what I believe is funnier. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, just talking about Love and Thunder still, um, that whole sequence of when he's helping the Guardians take back this planet that you mm-hmm. don't really know about. But you know that it's under uh, attack, and you know the reason why is because the people's God has been killed, which shows the effect that gore's having across the universe by killing these gods. Yeah, because like, in the sense when he kills the first God is kind of like, well, that didn't really do anything because all the worshipers are dead and this planet's a desert. So like, obviously, it doesn't really seem like there's gonna be an effect. But when you look at this planet, and you see that it's become open and vulnerable to some strange alien creatures attacking uh. it, it's kind of like, oh, he's killing planet's protection.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, even with that, I think the whole point of the scene was to show not only the effect that the God butcher is having on these planets, but also to show where Thor is and show that he's gotten back in shape. And yeah. Um, also to be funny because the open, the opening battle was very funny in that, uh, his banter with the guardians was funny. Yeah. his, ravager outfit was hilarious um
1: no hilarious it was just it was cool oh, cool yeah outfit.
0: cool outfit um the whole on uh, the the choreograph of the battle was funny Like yes fair. It um is... and then the ending when he says we have uh we have successfully
1: since... taken this planet back with minimal to no damage and then the whole
0: temple just, yeah, collapse. just collapses very it was hilarious um Not to mention he rode Stormbreaker like a witch's broom, which was (laughs) very funny. But yeah, I mean, this is a classic Thor moment, you know, especially since Ragnarok changed the game for Thor. And he became kind of a funny yet super cool hero. And that was kind of what this was. It was a battle showing how powerful he is. yeah, And how literally by himself, he really didn't have the Guardian's help. He basically single-handedly defeated this army and did it in a silly, goofy way, which opened up for a great movie. It gave us action, it gave us comedy, and it gave us it showed us what Thor is, is like now since yeah. we last saw him
1: in Endgame. And you get to see the Guardians. They didn't really have as much of a showcase yeah. as we were kind of hoping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, you know, it's not their movie. So. Yeah.
0: The only one who really had a lot of lines was Peter Quill. Yeah. I don't even think the Drax even say
1: anything the whole movie. He says something in, when the goats are involved.
0: Yeah, he he was yeah. I think
1: everyone did. had at least one line. Star yeah, I know Rocket
0: was. had a couple, Groot had one and it was just "I am Groot." Yeah. But um Nebula said I'm going to put it down and grab a gun yeah. and try to shoot the goat. Um but yeah, I mean, very awesome battle scene and it opened up the movie very well to me you know yeah and obviously we're not going to go by this scene by scene because we don't remember every scene but just the scenes that kind of stood out yeah and uh wow what a you know that just a hilarious battle scene you know yeah. that's all i'll say about it and then we keep going into the movie and we see all these distress signals that the guardians are getting and it's all these planets that their gods are getting destroyed by the god butcher and then uh, Thor sees one of his old friends Lady Sif mm-hmm. and that she is uh, in trouble
1: hurt yeah, yeah and trouble.
0: he the guard him and the guardians separate and Peter and Thor have this heart to heart that's very funny and uh then Thor leaves the guardians and we don't see the guardians again throughout the whole movie nope uh-huh mm-hmm.
1: and then he goes to this planet that Sif's distress signal is from mm-hmm. and sees him and court yeah, him and Korg, um, because Korg's his travel buddy, his bro. Yep. Um, as you will actually hear in the movie quite a few times, he calls him bro. Yeah. Uh, and then he sees this dead god, which is a, a massive creature. Honestly, yeah,
0: look like a stegosaurus, man.
1: Yeah. Um, and he, he tells Korg that it's like that was actually like the nicest, yeah, charming, most charming god you would have ever met. yeah. Uh, so you know that they're friends. And that scene is actually straight out of a comic book panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool. I mean, the god's dead, but it's it's always cool when they do yeah. shots like that. And he flies down, him and Korg, or walk down. They get to where Lady Sif is. And <laughs> yeah, they see that she's dead. They're missing so, a door. Yeah. Honestly, I will admit that that, like... For a scene that shows his one of his friends about to die, it was kind of like corny.
0: It was very corny, um, very funny though.
1: Yeah, and then they uh, they save Lady Sif. She's missing an arm.
0: Yeah, he says. Uh, she says, "Let me stay here and die, so I can go to
1: Valhalla. Valhalla." And then he and says, like, "Like, well, I hate to break it to mm-hmm. you, but uh, you have to die on the battlefield <laughs> to go to Valhalla. Maybe your and arms like, involved." What he's <laughs> like. Well maybe your your arms arms. might be involved. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: then he takes her back to Asgard to get help. Um he re new Asgard. New Asgard. Yeah. Yeah. You see that Asgard the new Asgard has become a tourist attraction and Matt Damon makes a return to the Thor world uh, as Loki's actor. Mm -hmm. Which is they do another dramatic play of when Thor and Loki when Odin died and they met. Hello. Hello who I can't who remember was the was played by name. Melissa McCarthy Melissa McCarthy yeah um very funny once again and uh,
1: another thing that's kind of funny about that this is a little off topic but Melissa McCarthy and Sean Gunn are both characters in Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. so like I I don't know that there's a friendship there but I wouldn't doubt it and like Sean Gunn is just hilarious cuz he plays kind of like the same guy yeah. Like just this goofball who's always doing something stupid. Which was which was what I was a little bummed about with this one was like you don't really get to see him being like the new Yandu. Yeah. Cause like he has the fin and stuff, but like you don't get to you don't get to see you barely it see in him action. At all. Yeah. You a... you see that he pulls up to the ship with this like alien chick. He's like, Hey guys, <laughs> we're so, married. Uh, I'm married. <laughs> Chris bro. and Chris uh, Star Wars like Craiglin, yeah. how many times have we talked about <laughs> this? You can't get married on every planet we go to. You can't keep rushing into these relationships. Um what did we talk about that I can't keep rushing into these relationships? That's right. You can't just keep getting married on every yeah. planet we land on. Well,
0: there are so many funny lines in that movie. Dude. There really are. Um
1: But yeah, so
0: basically then it like transitions and we see Jane Foster for the first time since I guess end game because she was technically an in game. But it was... Was she? Mm-hmm. They showed her for like a split second when Rocket had to distract the... Uh, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but the first time we hear her talk since Thor the Dark World. Mm-hmm. And, um, and basically... She's got cancer. Yeah. Darcy comes in, which I did not enjoy, but Darcy was only there for two minutes, so it didn't ruin the movie or anything. But um, basically, we find out that she has stage four cancer, that she's basically going to die... And uh, she doesn't really know what to do, but later on in her lab, she hears something in her room and she sees a book about... Norse, thought, yeah, Norse. mythology and mm-hmm. tales. And she reads this thing about Mjolnir and she feel, hears it calling to her. Yeah. So she goes to New Asgard where there's a display of Thor's hammer and all the pieces that broke from it. And basically she like lips her hand kind of and you feel, see the lightning and the pieces start coming together. And, um, yeah. And then Thor also finds out from Lady Sip that, uh, uh, Gore, the God Butcher is going to Asgard. Yep. So Thor returns. Uh, we see one of Gore's powers is he can put his sword in the ground and release these shadow, uh, monsters, creatures. And there's a fight scene Thor and Jane see each other and reunite. Very funny. and Very, co- yes. co- very rom-com-like, you know?
1: And it's... Uh... Gosh. I forgot. I mean, honestly, it's just a cool scene. It's a showcase. Yeah. It's a showcase of the new looks. For sure. For Jane and for Thor. We see a new helmet, which is sick and we I see loved. see two helmets, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah, uh, I like Jane Foster's helmet. Mm-hmm. Or the mighty Thor, as you... Come to see her, yeah. Call herself, I guess. Um, you see Thor's helmet, which is also cool, very cool. For like a minute, and then maybe. he takes it off. Yeah, kind yeah. Of has like a panic attack of sorts because he's. He, I mean, it, it feels like a panic attack type, as it's yeah. done in movies, because he's seeing Jane, and he's unprepared, mm-hmm. and he feels unwhole. Yeah, like he's just so he kind of freaks out. And then he takes the helmet off.
0: And then Court comes back and basically says, let me tell you the tale of Jane Jane and and Thor." Thor. And it basically describes how their relationship went, that it was great at first, and then they kept getting busy and growing apart. And Jane basically left Thor a note saying that they were done. And, you know, it messed Thor up. Yep. And, but while she was asleep one night, Thor was holding his hammer and said, "Always protect her." Yep. And uh, that basically shows how how, she became how she became worthy of the hammer, and that the hammer was calling to her because the hammer knew she was in trouble. Um. And yeah, so she goes to New Asgard and gets the hammer. They fight all these monsters. We see Thor fight Gore, the God Butcher, for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it kind of doesn't win. Mm -hmm.
1: Not really. Yeah. Uh, Well. No, not really, because Gore had a plan. Yep. Uh, you know, if he had gotten to kill Thor, that had just been a bonus, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but you see that he's trying to, like, you know, he's trying to be the hero. He's trying to talk tough. And then <laughs> Gore starts to, like, poke him with the Necro yep. sword. It's like, oh, that and hurts. And he's like, oh, that's actually, that
0: hurts. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then basically, Gore
0: kidnaps all the yep. children of New Asgard and takes them because uh
1: to his dark world
0: yep yeah. um as a way to get knowing Thor will come after them and he needs stormbreaker for his plan to work which you find out later um but yeah so Evan tell me that battle scene great battle scene decent battle scene um
1: for sure oh I think good like mm-hmm. in between decent and great. Yeah. Um, It wasn't really used as a battle scene. It was used as like a a reconnection of Thor and Jane, with the bonus of some action. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I mean, out of all of the fight scenes in the movie, that one's probably bottom tier. I guess. I would agree. Still good. Still good. Yeah. Of course, and I agree with you.
0: It really wasn't a battle scene. It was more of a Jane now can possesses yeah. the power of thor and jane and thor meet again and uh we kind of see that spark start to grow but this movie was very rom-com like you know yeah. in so many ways and that was kind of the start of it like a very awkward meeting between the two just so also it also happened that they were beating up bad guys and not to mention we see a new power of thor's hammer since it's been smashed to pieces, yeah. the pieces Which
1: can I, all... I very much yeah. enjoyed that.
0: That uh, was really cool to me. I was like, that's that's that pretty the,
1: cool. Uh, yeah. That the parts that are broken, mm-hmm. like the chunks, can all split apart. It's in the trailer, but yeah. just to describe it for the audience. Uh it, they can split apart and they still kind of like target, I guess, the enemies, or you just gotta aim it in the direction of the enemies. Right. And so but yeah, so that was a cool power. For sure. And then they can reconnect, they all come back. Just like milling your wood to your hand. Yeah.
0: And then uh, after all the children are gone, they have a meeting in Town Hall. Matt Damon has a very funny scene where he says, should we stop doing the drama? But I think people need it more now than ever. They devise a plan to...
1: To rescue the children.
0: Basically, they're going to go to the omnipotent city and try to get a god army. And they take this ship that was used as an amusement park ride for New Asgard. And they have uh, Stormbreaker, God the Way,
1: along with r- with uh, the Screaming goats. goats. The Screaming Goats, mm-hmm. which, I guess to backtrack, the Screaming Goats are from the planet that he helps at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Which they is kind killers. of like a joke to me, because I couldn't tell if they're actually trying to give them a gift, or it's like, you broke our palace, so here's these really annoying creatures. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, they, don't, they don't say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they have these two goats now and that's, it's, it's kind of funny because they're screaming all the time, but that also gets kind of like, can you stop screaming please? Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, they have their new ship. As I mentioned earlier, we're just going to call it the goat boat. The goat boat. Yeah. Uh, they have that to use and it's powered by stormbreaker Uh it's engines i guess the bifrost and two goat yeah it's
0: also noteworthy to mention there's some tension between stormbreaker and thor
1: yeah and i will dive into that yeah i guess i'll just go ahead and get that out of the way now there was something that i just told you earlier like i wasn't really crazy about it because like they kind of they set it up like the axe and the hammer, kind of like emotions, and like Thor's talking to them, and it's just kind of like I wasn't crazy about that. Yeah, because even I mean Taika Waititi did uh, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and I guess to be fair, he didn't have a weapon in Ragnarok. Yeah, but like he's never talked to it or them before. Yeah, and so it's just kind of like why, why now? Why now? And why giving like? The weapons personnel. yeah. Person, why do the personification of weapons? Like, yeah, it was just it was a little goofy to me. Uh, it was just like because you get it like the like him and Jane, there's like a disconnect and stuff, but like, I don't know, I just wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, it made for some funny dialogue, but it's like it's literally just Thor talking to a weapon. It's just like, okay, to me, see. It added like when a he lot did, of... when he did it to Millner. Mm-hmm. That one kind of made sense because, like, you know, he loved Jane in that moment. Yeah. He still loves Jane, and so it's like, you know. See,
0: for me, I thought it was very funny and very humorous, and that therefore I was okay with it. Especially when he's talking to millionaire and all of a sudden, Stormbreaker just kind of flies in. Yeah, that
1: that scene was funny. That was that wasn't, like, so he's... funny, man. Because that one, that was not like talking to it like he does later. That's just kind of yeah. like, oh, come here. That's my hammer. Come here. And like, and then Stormbreaker kind of like floats through the room into yeah. his hand. He's like, oh, I was oh, just calling I was, you." I was just calling. Like that you. was funny. But yeah. Like when he's just kind of like, I like get the Bifrost scene where he gives the, him a beer. Yeah, I think like, it's time for your first. I drink. was like, "This is, yeah, okay." I mean, <laughs> um, but at the same time, I guess I now that I'm just thinking about it, it can kind of apply because he is lonely. Yeah. So it's like, I, yeah,
0: because Thor also he feels empty. Yeah. And he has that talk with Peter Quill, and Peter Quill basically says it's better to feel crappy for yeah. lack of, or for the best word I could possibly use for what he said, it, for family friendly, for family friendly purposes. Yeah. He's like he says, it's, it's, it's better to feel, feel crappy, crappy when to, some when you lose someone yeah. you love than to feel empty and, and like, not you know, love
1: anything. Yeah, know that you've never loved. Yeah.
0: So, um, and that kind of plays a part later in the movie. But basically, the ship gets to the omnipotent city. Valkyrie, Korg, Jane, and Thor. Thor are all disguise themselves as the god of emotions, and go to this big meeting, where we finally see Russell Crowe as, as Zeus. Zeus,
1: along with multiple other a variety a variety of gods. of gods. We see Korg's god. No Conchu though. I was yeah. I was kind of hoping for a little Conchu. cameo, with Conchu, yeah. but like, I figured it was being filmed around the same Probably. time as Moon Knight. So it was just um, kind of like... We, see, of gone back we see a
0: dumpling god, yeah, Bao. Yeah, Bao. Which is very and funny. And
1: it's literally a, uh, like... Dumpling with a face. Anime type. Yeah. An anime <laughs> so, dumpling with a face. It feels very out of place. Yeah. When you look at, like, the whole room of gods as, like, actual human actors or CGI and makeup and stuff. It's just kind of like, that one... Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, very... Still at the same time... You know, very funny. Yeah, and uh, we just to make a long story short, because I don't want to like describe detail for detail the whole
1: movie. <laughs> um, they, they, they plead, or I say plead. Thor, Thor's not Thor's not a beggar. He's yeah, just, he he generally asks uh, yeah. Zeus for yeah. the help of the. Uh, if not God Army, at least Army. Just yeah, soldiers just that they could use to go get yeah.
0: Thor, uh, Gore the God Butcher, and you find out that Zeus and most of the rest of the gods are actually jerks. Yeah, I and mean, it, it would only mean care about
1: themselves. Continues the first god you see in the movie. Mm-hmm. They're just like, and it's just like they're not good people. They're not,
0: you know, they only care about themselves. Like literally, or like Z- Thor is super excited to see Zeus at first. And he watches his intro, then Zeus says, you know, first order of business, we have to plan our next orgy. And then the second thing he says is also, it's time to see who had the highest amount of human sacrifices. Yeah. You know, and that's when they kind of realize, oh crap, you know, Zeus is not a good guy. And when they go to ask for the army, Zeus says, it's not our problem. Gore will never find us.
1: Which is also, okay, man. So if you look at it this way, you can see his point that he's like uh he'll never find the key to eternity because as far as they know asgard's gone yep as like with the gods and i, I assume that they think Thor's dead with them i'm not i don't know uh and then like secondly like it's i'd say it's kind of fair to say like we can't lend you uh olympian gods or soldiers to an asgardian problem like that's a mix yeah of, but at the same time like why not mix right know? And
0: then fight breaks out pretty much. Um that one's
1: probably maybe my favorite. I don't know.
0: It was a cool fight. You see Zeus's lightning bolt and uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. If you're yeah. gonna
1: ask or talk about it. <laughs> At least use the right name. Yeah. My fault. In the words of Thor or not Thor, in yeah. the words of Zeus. And uh, And also, no, you can't use it. <laughs> yeah, a little a little
0: scare there, we think. Cork dies. Yeah. He does uh, not, though.
1: Zeus throws his bolt, his thunderbolt, at Korg, and it blows him apart.
0: Yeah. And then Thor gets mad, takes the thunderbolt, throws it back, and goes right in between Zeus, and Zeus falls off his little platform. And we, for the time being, think Zeus is dead and that Thor has killed Zeus. And basically, they continue fighting and all this and that, and uh, the ragtag group of Jane Korg, who's now just a face and uh Thor. Thor and their goat boat escape and they get the uh thunderbolt of Zeus yes. and then continue to go to the dark realm where they believe
1: uh gore is hiding well not believe they actually they actually know yeah cuz of um, we see we see Heimdall's son Astrid who goes by Axel because of Ooh, Axel Rhodes yes. from Guns N' Roses. He has a uh, a liking of Guns N' Roses music. And so mm-hmm. he tells Thor, I'm not Astrid anymore. I'm, I'm Axel. Axel. And at first Thor's like, I'm not calling you that. Your father was a dear friend of mine and I intend to honor him. Yeah. Your name's Astrid. And then when it becomes kind of clear that he's not giving up on the Axel name, Thor's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so he has the power, I guess we were kind of off topic without mm-hmm. that. He has the power that Heimdall had and he, yep. uh, Thor connects with him and he can send like this, uh, like copy of him. I guess. Yeah. Astral copy into wherever the guy's at. And so he gets a viewing of where they of where the kids are being held. And he sees that it's like the dark realm or whatever. Yep. Necro realm. I don't remember what yeah. his name was.
0: And, uh, that's how they knew where the kids were, and um, while they are heading there, we see another rom com moment with Jane and Thor on the boat. Thor basically tells her, "I'd rather feel crappy than feel empty," and they kiss. Jane,
1: I want you to make, mm. me... Jane, yeah.
0: you make me feel crappy. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, then Jane also after or right before they kiss, I think Jane reveals that she has cancer. And yep. uh, that Milnor called to her, and that's how she was able to wield it. And, um, you know, Thor says he's sorry, and they share this passionate kiss. And, you know, very touching. Mm-hmm. Very touching. Um, and then they, she works on some catchphrases. Uh, or I think she did that before. Yeah. Very bad they catchphrases. In,
1: uh, omnipotent Omnipotent City. City. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Those was like, eat my hammer. Yeah. Uh, very stupid catchphrases.
0: And, uh, anyways, they find this very moon-looking rocky planet. All the color goes away, and they go to fly to the planet, and the goats and the boat, goat boat just kind of bang yes. against them. <laughs> so they just kind of hit the side of the planet and fall. And then they just kind of, like, in, start walking up. Yeah, showing there is no atmosphere like, yeah. on this planet. It's just a
1: rock, basically. You see,
0: you... <clears throat> And they walk into this, like, garbage bag-looking tent uh, area.
1: Like a... Uh... Like an astronaut Mm -hmm. tent, but like, it feels kind of out of, like, it looks like an actual like American, or not even American, just like of this world, astronaut like tent. So it's like, yeah, how'd they get there? Yeah. And um,
0: basically, they like investigated around, look around and Jane sees a drawing and realizes that Stormbreaker is the key to finding the, uh, what's it called? The The Eternity. The Eternity. Which is basically a big wishing well, is how it's described in the movie. Well,
1: that's a, I feel like there's there could be misinterpretation because the the dialogue says uh, eternity once unlocked the first person to like get there gets a wish and no So one it's else like is does. that like the first person ever or like the first mm-hmm. person after a certain amount of time? Yeah, like after it's locked. Because then it could be wishing low. Well, because then you could just be taking turns locking yeah. and unlocking it.
0: But in order, not only to get there and to unlock it, you had to have the bifrost, which is powered by stormbreaker. Yes. And so, uh, she finds that out, and she, she throws run- it.
1: Yeah. She well, she runs to tell them that it's a trap. Yeah. And so she immediately picks up stormbreaker and just chunks, chunks, it, chunks it as far off as she can. Planet.
0: And the word, you was like, You weren't explaining to me why yeah. you on? As Christian Bale looking awesome, and the only color you can really see is his eyes, is his eyes which is glowing glowing, which ones. is sick. And she basically explains he needs the Bifrost to get to eternity. And, and um,
1: obviously, they want to stop him because it's like, if this guy can have one wish and there's no, you know, like no limits Mm -hmm. and his nickname is the god butcher he's gonna what do you think he's gonna gonna use this wish for
0: and um then he they have it's not really a fight he basically easily he uses the shadow monsters to hold them all captive and he has these talks with all of them yeah and he basically tries to get thor to summon the hammer
1: he explains Mm -hmm. why he's kind of like a relatable villain because like for valkyrie for valkyrie and thor i guess he's just kind of like yeah you two have experienced pain and even jane foster yeah you know you guys have all gone through so much and who do you pray to your gods who do you ask for help your gods and what do they do nothing it's like and that's why we're alike and they're all like we're nothing like you it's like well you are (laughs) let's just face it and, and then so, you see
0: the resemblance of Jane and Gore because they both are dying yeah. and it's the not only their weapons that keep them alive but are also slowly killing them yep uh, while they continue to wield them and um basically in order to save Jane and Valkyrie Thor has to call the axe yes he's trying not mm. to
1: because that puts him in a position where Gore could take it yeah. but as they're starting to become strangled yeah he has closer, no other choice. Closer to death, yeah. He.
0: So he calls the ha- he calls the axe and break free. They break free, and it's then we like see a, a really scene. great fight yeah. scene between. Well,
1: well, between all three of them, really.
0: Yeah, at first, you see Jane and Valkyrie fighting the fight shadow the monsters, yeah. while Thor fights Gore, which is a really cool scene. You see the pow- really the power of the. Necro Sword. It's really cool
1: um, when you're watching it. Whenever they're using their abilities or their powers, mm-hmm. a little bit of, like, color is brought. Yeah. Because it's, lo- it's, like, black and white.
0: It's almost like a reflection of, like, his lightning. When yeah. his lightning shows up, you can see, like, part of his work. Yeah, like, it like lighting his up skin, his skin. Like, yeah, Really cool cinematography, though. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um, or just, like, the idea, because it's supposed to be a dark world, and yeah. their powers kind of, like, light stuff up. So it, just, it brings the, the color to them. Yeah. And then, limited amounts of time.
0: Yeah, and during the battle, Valkyrie has a wound. She, she basically puts, gets she puts stabbed. up a
1: fight. Yeah, against Gore, but Gore has the ability to travel through shadows. So yeah. he's just like she's about to get a good one on him, and he just kind of like pops into ground, pops up stabs behind her, and stabs her. her. Yeah,
0: and so Jane's like, "We got to get her out of here." And Thor tries to he summons the Bifrost to get them back to Asgard, and then all of a sudden, some shadows pop yeah. up, and well,
1: because he gets. A good hit or gen- someone like stabs him in the back, which wasn't really explored in the movie. Cause, yeah. Like, that's a serious hit. So he's kind of like on the ground and he like goes into the shadows to be actually in the ground. Right. And then you don't really see him. So Thor summons the Bifrost to get them out of there. And as he's holding his axe, Gore pops up and grabs a hold of it before he can fly away. Yeah, or he gets the axe as mm-hmm. Thor gets caught in the bifrost.
0: So we see Gore walk away dragging the axe behind him, which and... is really cool. It's mm-hmm. just the
1: sword and the axe, yeah.
0: It. And the and Korg, who is once again just a face at this point, um, Valkyrie, Jane, and Thor end up back on Asgard, um, and. Yeah, we see that Jane is about to die. Yes. Um, she collapses
1: on the yeah. ground as they exit to the Bifrost.
0: They take her to a hospital. Along with Valkyrie. Valkyrie. she has
1: a stab wound.
0: And uh, the doctor tells Thor, Thor... That
1: unless they take like an aggressive mm-hmm. uh, treatment, treatment uh, she's going to die.
0: Could, because basically something is causing her body to not be able to fight the cancer which Thor realizes is the hammer. Yes. And every time she's draining her. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, okay. So he goes into the infirmary room and he talks to Jane. He's like, I can't let you be Thor anymore. Yeah. She obviously is enjoying it because she doesn't know. She's like, well, why not? And he's like, well, because you're human and Milnir is draining your mortal energy to allow you to use it. Just like and in the that, Love and Thunder yeah, comic series, yep, and which is... that energy will, without it, you're, the cancer is going to win, yep. And so then he tells her that he's going to go stop Gore, on his own, mm-hmm.
0: and that, and he he does tell her like it's your choice, yeah. but if we me and you could have a chance,
1: yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like I don't want to lose you, and I don't want to like, and this hammer is just going to allow. You to die mm-hmm. and me lose you quicker, so yeah. So
0: basically, while Valkyrie is healing and while Jane's in the hospital, Thor, uh, using the Thunderbolt, hold on. So, yeah, he takes the Thunderbolt and then he basically goes to the Eternity
1: or not Eternity, the Dark World, not the Dark World, but yeah. the Necro World, I guess. Huh? Yeah.
0: And you see that Gore is there with the kids and he has made it to
1: He's made it to the gate to eternity. The gate but to he has eternity. to unlock it with the with, Bifrost. With powers. Bifrost,
0: yep. And um Thor shows up and he basically using the Thunderbolt is able to give his powers temporarily yes. to the children. Which was my second big right. complaint with the movie. Yeah. Because I just don't see, you know, how that's possible. And once he did give it to the kids, the kids all became just like kung fu masters, pretty much. And yeah, I
1: mean, that was my second complaint with the movie. I mean, I'd say it's valid, or just a solid point in the movie, for him to be able to enchant. Um, just because Odin could, mm-hmm. he's you know Thor, Odin's son. Uh, so I guess that's fair. I'm not really sure. Uh, I can't say that there's ever been any reference to it beforehand. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like the idea that these kids can now like just immediately know how to fight. Yeah. When they had
0: no self-defense practice before, as found out later in the
1: movie. Swinging a a weapon around, or just an object, because they weren't really weapons, they were just, I mean, that's not hard to do, and you've got... You know, the the bonus of just powers being enchanted to it. So, so, I mean, it's like, it's okay, but I can see why you have a gripe with it. And it's not that I don't. It's it's kind of the same. But, like, I guess I can be open-minded about it. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, it's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Because truthfully, I mean, the kids are only there for the idea of the plot. Yep. Or just the idea of a, a trap to get Thor to follow Gore. Mm -hmm. So, like, honestly, I feel like the whole thing could have been done without the kids. For sure. Just because of the idea that Gore wants to stop a guy that's killing his friends, his god, or fellow gods. Uh, But, you know, they're in there because it's, I mean, it just kind of makes for a followable plot, I guess.
0: Yeah. And then uh, while the kids are killing all the shadow creatures fairly easily,
1: uh, Thor is fighting Gore Gore, the God Butcher. And not winning. He's... Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he's got... He's using the Thunderbolt because Stormbreaker has been stolen. And for some reason, he just didn't feel like grabbing Mjolnir. Mm -hmm.
0: And then, while he is getting beat up, Jane can almost feel his pain. Yes. I would say. And then, is able... And then, as you probably could have
1: guessed... Well, she's like... She's going back and forth in bed. Like, she's tossing Mm -hmm. and turning. As, like, it shows like so say she's just like laying just regular yeah thor takes like a right hook and so he turns to the right or turns to the left if it's right whatever and you see jane in a hospital bed turn her head the same way so it's like they're they're connected and so she gets up because it's startling and milnir is like right there just floating next to her Mm Mm-hmm.
0: and she ends up showing up thor who's about to get stabbed it's actually the stab is deflected by Milnor, thrown by yes, um, Jane Foster, and they team up, and they basically through a lot of fighting are able to destroy the Necro Sword, yes, which basically makes Kor powerless, and also slowly he starts to die because he is no longer protected. By the power. was it was kind of a the cool Necro
1: scene sword. because you see mm-hmm. Jane wail on the Necro Sword, yeah, and you see it like cracking and stuff, mm-hmm. and then thor gets the final hit on it yeah and you see all the pieces being shattered across like the room yep. but the handle and like a little bit of the blade is still there and gore can call it to him yeah and he's starting to rebuild the sword but as most of the pieces are kind of caught and jane's hammer is broken she calls mm-hmm. it in and it's like the chunks of Millionaire catch the chunks yep. of the necro sword and then she proceeds to smash it on the ground destroying bits of the sword
0: yeah really it was a really cool scene which yeah that'd
1: be cool like if thor were to use that which he actually does um yeah like to catch somebody like if you were to break it apart and like summon all of them kind of back and like some guys running and just like Mm -hmm. catches them and just pulls them like it shows the multiple uses of this new millenier
0: yeah um so, anyways, Thor is trying to take Stormbreaker away from the grasp of Gore's shadow
1: monsters before the gate of eternity is unlocked.
0: Yes, and he doesn't do it in time.
1: Which could also kind of be a plot hole because, like, mm-hmm. if the sword's broken, do the monsters still exist? That's a good point. I don't know.
0: I think I think the he, I think them. he free, was able to free Stormbreaker once the sword was broken. Because at first he was having a hard time, like, getting the monster arms, like, off of it. Yeah. I think that's how it worked. But, um, anyways, the gate opens. uh,
1: The gate to eternity. Yeah. Um, and... And Thor's running to Jane because he's a little upset because she came and Mm -hmm. used the hammer, which means she's going to be dying soon. Yep. And she's like, you can't worry about me. You have to stop him. And the camera cuts to Gore walking through the gate hmm and Man. somehow it summons all three of them which i didn't really get unless yeah. thor just flew them in there
0: and the kids were able to use the powers of yes. axel to get which, back yeah. to asgard
1: which i mean i guess that just shows because gore was able to too so i guess yeah i mean it's not that stormbreaker was enchanted like Millionaire was mm-hmm. anybody could use it it's just Gru's arm and metal yeah I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's still pretty heavy. So how a kid one-handed it who couldn't even fight earlier. I guess I he still had
0: the powers of Thor yeah. in that moment. And so
1: he uses, I mean, well, he, he doesn't just use, Thor tells him to use it to get yeah. every, all the kids home. Yep. And so he's weaponless.
0: Yeah. And we get into Eternity and Gore is slowly dying, Jane is slowly dying. And, and uh, you
1: see what eternity is. is just
0: yeah. it kind of looked like Galactus, mm-hmm. but like it is. shorter, like the head piece. and a gal, and it was galaxy Yeah, field. it was, it was just... almost kind of looked like the Watcher to me in a way too. Yeah. Um, and so we see it, and Gore and Thor kind of have this conversation, and
1: because Thor's trying mm-hmm. to stop him, because yeah. he's like, you don't need to, or you could bring her at back. At least, like, please daughter. don't do this. Yeah.
0: And he goes to turn around to walk to Jane, and Gore says, "How dare you turn your back on me?" And Thor says, "Who, once again, is weaponless?" It's like you've won, Gore. Why would I?
1: Why would I spend my last moments with you when I could be with her?
0: Mm -hmm. And that I think kind of opens up his eye, Gore's eyes, to you know.
1: Not only that, just he sees compassion. Thor kind of like over Jane in the same way that he he was was over his daughter daughter. at the beginning, and. uh, he basically is
0: contemplating, like, what if he did bring his daughter back with his yeah. wish? And he says she would be alone. And then, and then Jane says she wouldn't be alone, and looks at Thor, and they both nod. So basically, we see Gore lift his hand up to the um,
1: the eternity. eternity and next see, thing like, you see, know, like, this kind of white thing mm-hmm. around his hand, like the wish being yeah. granted,
0: and his daughter comes back.
1: Yeah, we see like we see from his view, I guess mm-hmm. his daughter kind of like looks over him. Yeah, and Jane. Honestly, when I when it first happened, I thought he had died, and Mm -hmm. like he was there with his daughter, and I was like, oh, he he wished to bring her back.
0: And you see, Jane floats away with the gold speckle, just as Odin did. She Um, passes away. She passes away, and um, which I was happy about because we have talked about. I was like, if one of them has to die, and if it's not, if it's Chris Hemsworth and not Natalie Portman, I'll be very upset. Luckily was natalie portman yes and um then gore gets a moment with his daughter and looks at thor and says take care of her and thor nods gore passes on and then we see kind of like a white light and transition and it's Korg again saying let me tell you the story of the mighty
1: thor which is jane Jane foster which is another thing when she's talking to (laughs) gore because he calls her Lady Thor. Yeah. Which, is, honestly, I didn't mind.
0: I thought this was, was, is was my third complaint with the movie because she does this whole, first off, it's yeah, Mighty first Thor. first
1: off, it's Mighty Thor. And if you can't say that, then it's Dr. Jane, Jane Foster. Foster.
0: And then second yeah. off, something. And then third off, eat my hammer. And that was just a bad acting yeah, scene from Natalie Portman, which was my third complaint of the movie, which was that Natalie Portman's acting was not the best I've seen her acting be.
1: Yes. and um, I mean, even her acting as Jane Foster and Thor and Thor The Dark World was better.
0: Yeah, it was. Her
1: acting just wasn't that good. And that was the my The CGI was kind of rough for her, too. Like, the helmet, yeah. as cool as it was, yeah. if she was, like, walking or something with it on, it was, like... Yeah. Eh.
0: But, yeah, so those were my big three... My main three complaints was the opening scene were for the fact that Thor was just able to give the kids his power and they were just able to easily fight. Yeah. And then... Natalie Portman's acting—that was where the those were the three main complaints I had. But Natalie Portman's acting wasn't so bad that it took away from the movie. You know, it was just that it was really that one scene that just bothered me because it it just wasn't good. You know, it was almost like that teenage Aquaman who said, "Why did my mom leave me? Did she not love me?" It was just bad, you know. Um, But anyways, Court continued the story of Jane Foster's sacrifice and. All the kids are reunited with their parents and yeah, on new like
1: asgard. The after mm-hmm. events, I guess. Just what's what's going on now that the day's yeah. been saved. And
0: we see and he says, and as for Thor, he went from something went from
1: God or something. Lonely God to Dad God. To dad God. Something. That's yeah. what it was. And we basically see Thor
0: and of uh, uh Gore's daughter living in the space capsule and Thor has this flowery apron on he's making pancakes and
1: pan flaps, pan as, flaps he, as, he as he calls, calls them, them but on, yes, as they, they are called on are earth pancakes.
0: and he gives them to Gore's daughter and she's basically like uh she's kind of like Groot yeah she is she's very sassy very and I just want to point this out for the people who were talking about Obi-Wan and people getting mad about the 10-year-old Leia not being able to act this is a 10-year-old little girl whose acting was very good. Yes for a supposing to be like a sassy, I'm going to do what I want yeah. kid. Her acting was superior in all means compared to the girl who played Leia. And I know they're kids. I'm not trying to be critical or anything. I'm just selling y'all the facts. It's it's tricky with kids. Yeah, it is. Because you're
1: either going to get some pretty good performances or mm-hmm. some pretty rough.
0: But this girl's but I, acting was yes. great. And she did a great job. And you see, I'm not going to eat these pancakes. Yeah. And,
1: and then Thor says that she is. And then she gets mad. She calls him like demon. She yeah, go and to. She, she like, says,
0: "Go to heck, demon."
1: Yeah, and then she like laser eyes. She it. laser eyes him. He like, tries to, he, and he, he blocks it with, it with a with pan. A He's like, paint. "Great, brand new pan." Which destroyed. is interesting. Yeah, because like you see some that of her shows powers. that she has powers. Mm-hmm. So like, it kind of raises the question: Does she have powers now that she's brought back to life, or yeah. did their species have powers to begin with? It's kind of weird, like...
0: man, because they were the last of their species. Yes. Um. Every other people in their species were destroyed. Because their gods were arrogant and yep. didn't do anything, but um, yeah. And then Thor basically says, "You yeah, like wear your boots?" He's like, "I got them on." She has these like slipper slippers on. He's like, "You're yep. not wearing those." He's like, "I'm." like, "Okay, but when your feet are hurting, don't come complaining to me." Kind of like as if yeah. she's
1: about to go to school. school. That's
0: what I thought was happening. Yeah. And he ties her boots, and he's like, "He's like, where is Mjolnir right there?" And she's drawing a face on Mjolnir, yep. and he's like, "Oh, that's not coming off." And yeah. basically, he says, all right, remember, um, be nice. If you see someone in need, help them out. da They open this door, and there's this fight going on. And he says, you see those scrawny-looking aliens? Striped ones. You those see striped the striped ones? ones? Yeah.
1: She's like, yeah. And he's like, those, those are the ones who are helping. They're the nice ones. Yeah. And she's like, we help the nice ones. And he's like, that's right. And then they charge out and there.
0: And she's carrying Stormbreaker. Yeah, she's he's using carrying. Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. He's
1: using Millionaire.
0: And Cork says, and they were known and she calls him Uncle Thor. She says, yep. Thanks, Uncle Thor. And they charge into battle and it's and Cork says and they were known as Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Which, which was, was a really cool, cool
1: title job. I cool I liked drop. it. I did too. And I, I didn't know how it was gonna apply. I thought yeah. it was just gonna be Love and Thunder, but like I think at least ninety percent of the time. Yep. Any time like the title is dropped in its content it's done very well yep and there' there have been times where it's just kind of like that's cringy that's right why would you even do that
0: but it worked for this one very yes. well and seeing that Thor is now kind of a, taking on the dad role yes. he's fulfilling his promise to Gore he's fulfilling his promise to Jane and staying open and learning to love even if it's not in the sense we thought it would be yeah it's you know it's that whole dad thing and you know he's
1: fighting with his daughter how cool is that? i teach susan he's kind of like god of war yeah way like i guess like he's if you look at it he's definitely way more i guess accepting or loving than Kratos is yeah but like they're dads that are going into this new state i guess with a yeah. kid
0: so yeah that was based that was the movie man that was, yeah they so... end
1: with like this shot of him and the, the daughter gore's daughter. Yeah. Like about to f- attack the aliens. And then it just goes it cuts off and says Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. So
0: Evan, do you wanna get into our reviews since we broke down the movie, do you want to get into the reviews or do you want I'll to get, do yeah. the in
1: credit scenes first?
0: Oh or say so the in credit, credit scenes, scenes
1: I mean we might as well just knock them out of the way. Go for it.
0: So the first one, we see Hercules, or not Hercules, sorry. Well, Spoiler alert. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> We see Zeus is not dead. and He's, he's sitting basi- there with this gaping hole in his chest. Yeah, and all Thor- of his
0: servants are tending to him. He's basically saying, like, you know, they used to fear us. And now yeah. when they look to the sky, they don't look for us. They look for their superheroes. And he says, they will fear us again. And do you understand me, my son? Uh, do you Hercules. understand me,
1: Hercules? And
0: Hercules says, I understand, Father. And we see Hercules. Yeah. Who is
1: a Marvel character? Yeah, um, and he looked comic accurate. I have he no really idea who the actor was. I didn't recognize him, but I it's also either. like it's like a split second shot. I left my
0: downstairs, or I can look it up. But here, I can look it up over here.
1: Uh, but yeah, so like he's just kind of standing there, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I get it," and then just kind of cuts away, which is a cool scene because it opens up for more characters.
0: Brett Goldstein, huh? He was. Let me look him up. See what he was in. He was in Ted Lasso.
1: I did not watch that. Um, I wanted to, but I didn't.
0: Other Ted Lasso is the only thing I'm looking at on here that I've seen that I'm like recognizing. Yeah. That Brett Goldstein has been in, but Brett Goldstein is going to be the new Hercules or
1: the first first Hercules, yeah, which is pretty cool. It is cool, and yeah, it's cool that, that it's cool. opening up for new characters, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it says Thor will return. That was in the second one. No, no. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just at the very end. Mm-hmm. It says Thor
0: will return in the cl- classic black strain
1: white text that you yeah. see Marvel in. Which is interesting because, like, honestly, I thought they're kind of closing up Thor. as Chris Hemsworth has been saying in like interviews. You know, like he'd love to play the character. Mm-hmm. He's he's been saying. It in like this sense of like this could be the last one, but now that we've watched it, we would know that Thor will return. Unless
0: they, of course, the, the thing that creeps me out about it is that the second
1: in credits, which we yeah. were hoping
0: would be Adam Warlock for Guardians, we 3, had we had
1: multiple hopes. We had Loki, possibly coming, Loki back. possibly coming back, which would have been funny because Thor has this giant RIP Loki, tag. yeah, on his back that you see. Uh, we were hoping for and they maybe cover that Blade up in again. The
0: trailer. No, it's in the, it's it just it's the hard to see, uh,
1: it doesn't zoom in like the movie. Does. I thought it
0: was like. One of those that, like when they put Hulk. No, because people
1: were, uh, yeah. people were, screenshotting and hmm. stuff. Like, oh, I never yeah. noticed
0: that. But um, anyways.
1: Yeah, we were hoping for a Loki comeback yeah. because he's still alive. I thought maybe we'd um, see something
0: with Kang. Or... We were hoping,
1: yeah, just anything Loki related. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blade, possibly as like, his is kind of getting closer, and he was like the voice in Eternals. Or Adam Warlock because Guardians Three mm-hmm. is also fairly close. Yep, and, and I, it was none of those. What we got was Jane, Jane making it to
0: Valhalla.
1: Yes, and she
0: meets Heimdall.
1: Heimdall, Heimdall, sorry. Yeah,
0: and he basically says, "Welcome to you. Have earned the right to go to Valhalla." Which and, doesn't mean that
1: she has to, but like, yeah, sh- it. And she's then dead.
0: After that, we see and she's he basically thanks her for protecting his son and yeah then we see Thor will return after that. So I'm hoping that that's the end for Jane Foster just because her character has ran her course at this point. She doesn't need to return. But I hope when they say Thor will return that they mean Chris Hemsworth. I'm sure
1: that. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Just cuz like you never know. I don't know, I don't know how they would approach Valhalla. People coming back from Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah, but like the, it's the land of the dead and those who died. Yeah. In glory. The idea is those who die gloriously in battle, but yeah. as Jane didn't die in battle, she, you know, it's kind of like maybe the r- rules are bent yeah. around the uh, the characteristics and morality of a character yeah. or person. Um, it was cool seeing Heimdall, but mm-hmm, like at yeah. the same time, it was just kind of like he's a lovable character. Yeah, but this it felt out of place. I guess it was just kind of like, I don't know what i'm supposed to do with an end credit scene of Hunt. it was like when bruce yeah. campbell was like it stopped like mm-hmm. it's just it's a little disappointing because like, i've sitting here yeah sat here for like five minutes not really that long but like and you're waiting for like a cool something cool to happen yeah, something like cool. worthwhile i nothing mean cool like happens. hercules was kind of worthwhile but like I don't really know enough about his character or even really care enough about his character to appreciate yeah. it. I'm sure there are people out there who absolutely love the
0: yeah, for Marvel sure.
1: Hercules. I'm just not one of them. Me neither.
0: Uh, I've never really been into any of the mythology stuff that Marvel do- has done. No. You know? But even with Zeus, like everyone, like Thor's different because he's an Avenger and yeah, all this stuff. I don't think anyone really ever cares about Zeus when he was in the comics and all this and that, you know? But yeah. Um, anyways, that was the end credit scenes, you know, very disappointing in the last one, but it is what it is. We I mean, on. I
1: guess it's kind of nice for closure on, uh, Jane, on Jane Foster, which is because like they did that in the re-release of Endgame. They did where Tony Stark's in like the, like, it's like water type ground. It's all orange around him. He yeah. sees his daughter, mm-hmm. uh, all grown up with uh Catherine langford who's apparently rumored to be in a new project marvel related which would be cool um yeah so, so anyways it's just kind of like it's kind of cool to see uh like a superhero based uh take on the afterlife mm-hmm. but at the same time you don't really need it like if a character's dead a character's dead yeah you no know?
0: all right so we talked about the we broke down the whole movie talk about what we thought about certain parts of the movie and let's get into our official reviews. And Evan, I'll let you go ahead and start. Give me a statement and give me your rating out of 100. Okay.
1: A statement. I would say that it is a worthwhile watch. For sure. I guess that's the statement. Um out of 100. Well, we were already talking about it. Yeah somewhere in the 80s for sure probably in the range of 85 to 87 yeah uh i mean in terms of just recent content it doesn't take a lot for something marvel to beat eternals <laughs> yeah um, or Multiverse, honestly or even like, like, on black widow is impressive but there's some parts of it that are just kind of like this taskmaster taskmaster some of the cgi yeah uh so i i mean honestly i'd say Multiverse of Madness, Eternals, and like Blackwood are probably like my bottom, like the last Marvel movies I ever considered yeah, for anything. I mean, Multiverse of Madness I'd consider for like maybe cameos, yeah, until they get killed and it's just kind of like, well, that sucks. Yeah, um,
0: so stupid. Don't get me started on that, Evan.
1: I will. I not know. Talk about it. So like, yeah. So probably eighty six just to split the difference, maybe. Yeah. I like uh, that. and it's just it's fun. Uh I mean there are some parts of it that I just couldn't really get behind. Um or just some some stuff introduced, but we won't go into that. Yeah. Uh in fear of cancellation. <laughs> yeah. Uh for sure. <laughs> um But I mean like overall I liked it yeah so. it was good it's, it wasn't ragnarok but it was better than the dark world
0: so i will say i've been thinking a lot do i like it more than ragnarok and i've decided that i don't because of a mit- thing you mentioned out the plot the story think... of ragnarok is better than the story of thor love and thunder yeah. thor love and thunder i think was funnier
1: than ragnarok
0: because thor love and thunder so far has, to me it was funnier than the minions
1: movie honestly. Yeah. like it was that's, so... that's like i told you yeah. like Thor Ragnarok was a. I mean, it was just an absolute game changer. Like anybody sure. who didn't like Thor and watched that, Love came Thor out Ragnarok with like, words. which was me, a liking. Yeah, yeah. Like which they was were me, like, okay, I saw he's Ragnarok. cool. And but also just like, Ragnarok was fairly serious. Like it was focused on the plot. Yeah. And, Like this one, if it wasn't really like an action scene, it was. It, funny. was it was like a funnier, just mm-hmm. kind of like it was supposed to be serious, but they did something kind of almost corny. like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, which is kind of like it's funny at times but there are other times where you're watching and you're just like can we just like put pause on the jokes because there are plenty out there i know taika waititi yeah as a director not as a person i don't know him but like he's got some in the bag and you even have funny cast members so like let's just put some of this humor on pause and actually kind of develop develop maybe even like a reason to get like emotional when jane's dying mm-hmm. it's just kind of like it's sped past so much like oh you yeah. have cancer oh it's gotten worse oh you're dying. it's just kind of like well, you don't really leave a enough of an impact in this movie of her and her death on you to just kind of like, well, that sucks. It just, it yeah. just does. Same with like Gore, like Gore. I was very sad. Cause I already told you before this, like he is just a villain. Yeah. And this, one, like they already, soul, they man. already got rid of him, And so it's kind of yeah. like,
0: okay. Um, for me, I was totally fine with the humor. Uh, Honestly, just because Multiverse of Madness was not that funny, and I'm used to, like, Marvel comedy at this point, and, you know, I'm okay with Thor being a goofy, silly character and having a silly, goofy movie, yeah. and, um... But I will,
1: You just need enough seriousness. Like, yeah. if it's too much of a silly, me, goofy movie... To me, it had enough seriousness yeah. to be
0: a good movie. Obviously, not like Ragnarok, which its jokes were came at the perfect time, and it was still very serious and had a great plot which is why ultimately Ragnarok to me is going to be better than Thor Love and Thunder. But Thor Love and Thunder was a very, it's one of those movies I can watch and know I'm going to be smiling. Yeah. You know, throughout the whole movie. And, um, which is why I'm going to give it an 87 out of a hundred, simply because I loved it. It was a great movie, great story, great villain, great acting other than Natalie Portman. Um, and you know, it was just a fun watch. And it's such a relief because as you just mentioned, you know, black widow, um, multiverse of madness, the eternals were just not fantastic movies. Eternals being very bad multiverse of madness being very disappointing and black widow having a stupid taskmaster and just being a mid movie. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, and we've gotten cool shows and stuff, some of which have been good, some of which not as good, but other than no way home, we've got a great Marvel movie again and you know, they didn't have to bring in the three Spider-Men to do it, you know, and I'm not knocking no way home. It's my favorite Marvel movie of all time, but you know, this movie is just, was very well executed. It never felt long at other than the opening scene with Gore. It never felt rushed and the, the act, the dialogue between the characters was great it was funny there was never really like a moment where i was bored you know yeah so i'm giving it an 87 out of 100 i'm knocking it those 13 points because of the three reasons i mentioned previously in this podcast and i am disappointed in the final spoiler because i was really hoping for adam warlock or loki but or, or even valentina like, coming back
1: or yeah. but namor as yeah. we're approaching wakanda forever which comes out very soon, actually November. November. Which we found is out is that the next.
0: That's the next Marvel movie, then.
1: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Guardians was supposed to be the next. I thought Guardians was supposed to be coming out sooner.
0: Guardians will be next summer.
1: Which it's like I was telling you earlier. I feel like uh, Wakanda Forever might get delayed just because, like, yeah, think there's, see that there's been happen. no trailers or anything, and, and it it's comes out in approaching November. But I mean, that's the same way it was with. Love and Thunder. Everybody was. Yeah. E- everybody's joke was that the Love and Thunder trailer was going to be one of the end credits scenes. I'm just
0: so curious because we haven't gotten a lot of information about how Wakanda Forever is going to work. Yeah. And, you
1: know. I mean, I know Namor is supposed to be in it, mm-hmm. and Namor's enemy Atuma, and it's got Okoye and Shuri. It's yeah. like, well, obviously, it's got those two, but like, it's but. You have to give Marvel like some slack about because it, it's like because how do you, how do you approach you can't
0: you can't replace Chadwick Yeah, Boseman, a you huh? can't
1: replace him, and just b how do you approach something, something without him? It's literally yeah. Black Panther like you yeah. had a plan for it, and then you know it
0: just ruined. Like I'm not saying Chadwick Boseman's death is sad because it ruined Marvel's plan. It's sad because Chadwick Boseman was a great guy and a great actor and all that, but at the same time, you know, it does kind of
1: it does ruin affect
0: yeah. i I feel bad saying that but it's just the truth you know like it's so weird knowing chadwick boseman is not going to be black panther when we go and watch wakanda forever yeah um but yeah thor thor love and thunder overall great movie i will definitely be going to see it again whenever my boys return and speaking of the boys we got some some news exciting news All right. well, as you guys know, if you have watched or listened up to this point, this is the Season 2 finale. Season 3 will be coming mid-August 2022, and you, yes, you will be able to hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you might get your podcast. Same
1: as Seasons 1 and 2. Same as Seasons 1 and 2, but you will also... So nothing's going to be changing with the podcast, with... How, access, how you ex- access the podcast. Except
0: there will be a new way to access the podcast. That is, yes. we You will be able to see our faces, see mm-hmm. our reactions. We will be coming to YouTube mid-August under a new company that we have joined, created, co-founded called Next Topic Media. Yes. If you enjoyed our podcast with Caleb Samuel Ladd, you will be seeing... His new show, The Peach Crisp Show, along with a guy we've mentioned a couple times on this podcast, Daniel, Daniel Stevens. Stevens. If you're into Which sport, is gaming. Gaming, yeah. Peach
1: Crisp, to elaborate, I guess, will be a gaming channel. Well, no. Well, no. Peach that Crisp will be a, will be a, show, channel, yes. a review show. It's honestly, we'll, there's a lot of titles yeah. thrown around, and there's a lot of content yeah. that wants to be made and we, wants to get out there. That yeah. Some of it gets blurred.
0: Yeah, we'll be... We'll all, you'll know, okay? We will definitely be putting a link to the YouTube channel in this description for you guys to be able to go to subscribe and as soon as... And there as, won't be any content to watch yet. No, not yet. We will That will be, be coming in August. Yeah, so. we're going to make sure we got everything set up correctly. Don't worry, me and Evan aren't going anywhere. No. Same theme song will be playing when you watch this show. Maybe updated so the
1: quick tracks not in there. Yeah, we will. I'll definitely get (laughs) on that. Yeah, might just update uh, that. We might change it up. Maybe who knows? Yeah, and luckily,
0: not much is going to be coming out during our absence, except for Miss Marvel finale. Kind of
1: hiatus, I guess. Yeah. Yeah,
0: as we'll be taking a break before we start season three. And man.
1: It'll kind of be a hiatus. It'll also kind of just be like a stockpiling, yeah, so we a can drop piling, a lot for so, sure. So, like, you won't be hearing it Yet. until August, ish, mid-August.
0: Man, how how long ago did we start this podcast? A year and a half, some a, maybe two years.
1: Uh, the first episode was our review of Black Widow, mm-hmm. which was similar to this. It was first viewing, but I think it had been out for a little while. Yeah. This is Thor just came out. But, I mean, it had to have been recent enough that we had to say it was a spoiler. Yeah. So, I mean, anyways. It's been At a least it's been a year, year, maybe? And was it July 1st that
0: Black Widow came out? 2021? Because it kept getting delayed. Whenever. it's It's been a while.
1: It has and been. And we've been on
0: a crazy journey on this boat that we just continue to take a ride on. Because, you know, we don't own the boat.
1: Yeah, we don't. We and, just ride
0: it. You know, and new chapter for us new chapter for this new company we have taken up taken on and we cannot wait to
1: see you guys june 29th 2021 so almost yeah yeah almost a year wow or actually more than a year now yeah it's july
0: now i'm stupid um more than a year and season three it's going to be jam-packed it's going to be awesome it's 2022 man and You know, movies are back in theaters, we're getting regular releases, TV shows are coming out. Hopefully Andor won't be as bad as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hopefully I will enjoy some Star Wars content again, you know, and man, what a season. What a season. Started in January, we had Matthew on the show, we had Caleb Ladd on the show, we got 100 views on an episode. The Spider-Man episode. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Um, 107. 107 to be exact. So we just want to say thank you guys.
1: All, for all the listeners, support. all the support. Yeah. All the just fans, Evan, I guess. Yeah. People who've come back and listened to it.
0: Evan, one thing I want to ask you. One final question okay. before we sign off for Season 3.
1: One final question.
0: Marvel has released a lot of new characters. They have. Very recently, a lot of new storylines. Who is the first person you want to see back? Do you want to see... I, as for me, I know who I want to see back first. I want to see mm. Kate Bishop back, Kate Bishop back, before we see anyone else, just because I love Haley Steinfeld. Who are you wanting to see back? Mm.
1: And we will be that's able. That's a tough one. I know, man. man.
0: It's not for uh, me because it's Kate Bishop.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. For me, it is because I've I I've though, grown sure. a, a liking to all the kids. I wouldn't mind seeing U.S. Agent. Sure, seeing where that's going. Oh uh, we yeah, We've already, already kind of seen Elena back since Black Widow, so I'd be okay yeah. with a little pause on that. Uh man. fantastic four. <laughs> yeah, bring uh, John Kaczynski yeah. back. Gosh. Um gosh. Probably US agent. Yeah. Just I mean, trying to think of like everybody's it's a safe play for me to say U.S. agent.
0: Yeah. All right. U.S. agent, Kate Bishop. Yeah. Well,
1: Showdown, who would sh- win? Yeah, She-Hole. Honestly, I think Kate would win. I don't know. It'd be close. He's got super soldier serum. Yeah. But he's also – Kate Bishop Well, also- he's also trained. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was untrained. Man, that – I feel
0: like Kate Bishop would have a trick up her sleeve to get the best of them. Yeah. With Kingpin. Like, yeah. with Kingpin. Man, so much stuff is gonna. I mean, it's so it's such a great time. It's a scary time to be alive for nerds, you know. With yeah. Daredevil, the multiverse, all of Valentina's plans, all of the guy from I can't remember his name from a uh, Miss Marvel. What's his plan? What does he want? All of this stuff. Which with, guy from oh, Miss is the, the agent.
1: Oh, yeah. the FBI guy. Yeah. I don't really. What think is he looking at?
0: What is he after? You know, there's something there.
1: You know, i think there is but I
0: don't,
1: they're not sword
0: yeah we got they're not shield sword. yeah you know how how evil can sword actually be
1: that's another thing yeah sword was kind of wanda vision they just kind yeah. of left it alone
0: mm-hmm. will we see more sword monica rambo is she gonna make a return
1: honestly i feel like they might have overwhelmed themselves because they've got Shang Chi's sisters' little organization I running. I know this is they've so got, much. Man. They've got sword. They don't even. They haven't even explained what's going on with mm-hmm. Shield. It's not like it was disbanded. She Hulk will be coming She-Hulk, out too, yeah, right. They're bringing
0: in Daredevil
1: and Punisher. There's just so
0: much going on in the Marvel. That's what I've been saying with this whole Multiverse of Madness. I wanted it to answer my questions, not give me more questions and bring in a whole other universe. Because Marvel already has so much going on.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's all got to tie in eventually, and it's just going to end up being too much. Which scares And that's what scares me about it, you know? That's why it's a scary time to be a nerd if you're an MCU fan, because all this crap is happening.
1: I love the idea of, like, the stay-at-home Wanda. The 616, not 616, 838 or whatever. Yeah has to deal with X Men, the Fantastic Three now. Uh the inhuman that so was like, a bad joke, Evan. But like <laughs> when you look at it, like she's and she's not gonna be as strong as the like Scarlet Witch. So yeah. it's like if they find out what just happened and they're all they might all be taking a shot at her. Are man. the Fantastic Four gonna is John Krasinski gonna make a return
0: as Reed Richards or not? John Watts walked away from the project, he got you know, and on the flip side, DC's doing some crazy stuff. Black that's Adam's Like that's
1: kind of another thing that's scary for fans because it's like, it's like I think I mentioned the last episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Black Adam looks good. Yeah, Ezra Miller is doing Flash. some crazy stuff. Flash might not succeed because as well them. as we're hoping because nobody wants to really support that. And same with and Aquaman, too same with, and with Amber Aquaman because they said because... they're
0: not going to replace Amber Heard. Yeah, which on I mean I get it because you've already filmed a lot of the movie. And you know it's going to cost so much money to find a to different. To take cast. her out,
1: redo shots. Basically, like...
0: you're going to have to redo every
1: scene that she was in. And yeah. It's... But I, yep. heard, I mean, I've heard that they've cut like her screen time down. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know what's all true out there. So... I will
0: not go see it, you know, just because Amber Heard's in it. That's how much I respect Johnny Depp. But
1: I might, but just in the name of
0: nerdiness. Yeah, that makes sense. And
1: I and I don't even know what the plot is. But yeah, it's weird. So man. It's another thing.
0: Not to mention, you know, Suicide uh, Peacemaker, Suicide Squad. Did you watch
1: Peacemaker? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? It was okay. I wasn't crazy. I, I kind of liked it, and then they did, like, all the alien stuff, yeah. and I was like, yeah, it's okay.
0: But, yeah, a lot, so much stuff happening, and, you know, I recently learned there's a comic book store in my college town, and I definitely plan on getting into comic books more because of that, now that I have a place to go and read them. Yeah. And so I definitely plan on exploring that more, and Hopefully, we get to talk about that a little. Some new comic. Awesome, yeah,
1: I would love to yeah. do some comic discussion. Just the actual comic books. Yeah. And the stories. Man,
0: so much is happening, and we're gonna be here on the boat, trying our best to enjoy the ride along with you guys. And dude, I'm so excited for season three. I'm excited to see our faces.
1: I'm excited on the screen to see man. where next topic media is gonna take us. That's for sure.
0: Man, it's an exciting company. Anything entertainment we're gonna be discussing—games, mm-hmm. video games, movies, sports, movies. Eventually, music,
1: comics and music. Comics gonna be fun. I'd love I mean, to do music.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's an exciting time, you know, for it us, is. and a lot of hard work's going into this company. Uh, we're gonna make sure we give you guys the best content, and I'm just I'm excited for the future, man, because I feel like it's gonna work. Oh, uh, um, yeah, it's gonna work, man, and. You know, pretty soon we're going to be invited to go to premieres, <laughs> and we're going to get to review things before they even come into the theaters. It's
1: it's exciting, man. Exciting. But those reviews would have to be spoiler-free. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which is very limiting. Yeah. Like, senior, we've talked about Love and mm-hmm. Thunder for about an hour or so. Yeah. But that's, like, the whole breakdown of the movie.
0: Yep. Man.
1: What a great way to end season two.
0: Uh,
1: it really... Yes. I don't know. I don't have words. Yeah. I'm at a loss for words. I just want to say this show is done. So much. <laughs> <laughs> i want um, to take my mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why? Man. I don't know.
0: It is eight oh nine, and I have not ate supper. Have you ate supper? I've not ate supper. I'm gonna go see what my house has to offer for food. Signing off for one final time in season two. I'm Caleb Griffin. I'm Evan Lied. And we will see you guys in season three in August. Yes, sir.